Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 266 of the No Podcast. We are No Outside Food or Drink, the Southeast premier video game podcast. This will be a news episode. We're trying to catch you up and get you some content this week because time is getting of the essence, gentlemen. Are you essencing time? In the end of the summertime? Hell yeah. <laughs> summertime in the essence is easy? Summer, summer, summertime. In the summertime and the essence is hot. Mm. It's just, yeah, it's fucking miserable outside. Jesus. This is the worst time of year. People are always like, the the winters are so mild there. I'm like, you're not there for July, August. That shit is brutal. I can only There's imagine. No get away from it. If I went to Arkansas now, man, the humidity over there is like a nightmare. I'll never, I don't know if I would live. Even Arkansas? Humidity's worse there than it is here. So, mm, like, we're the Southeast we... premiere, but not the most humid podcast. Yeah, like, what we're experiencing now is like a freaking june early june i can't <sighs> imagine like when it hits july and august it's worse over there yeah you playing any trips anytime soon <laughs> in the winter <laughs> for you all right we got derailed a little bit uh this is a news episode like i was mentioning uh final fantasy 14 coming to xbox this controller is making me hungry question mark new kart racing game announced ubisoft account update we talked about that last week i guess there's an update do 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 and we have your new games on Nintendo Switch Online. Peer into the Oracle's Orb and figure out what those are. I'm one of your hosts, Richard Bergman, joined tonight by Newsmaster Brant McKee. Yes, this controller is making me hungry. <laughs> Did I steal your bit <laughs> this, ahead of time? This controller is making me hungry. Like the pretzels? <laughs> yes. The pretzels are making you thirsty. Okay, there we go. <laughs> and our resident... Um, I just got to a part in Final Fantasy 16. They don't call them lore masters. They call them something else. That needs to be your new title, Cesar, and I left it behind. It's the guy from the hideaway. He's uh, brief spoilers, I guess, but they're in a new hideaway, and he now has a, a different title. He's been there before. Tomes. Tomes, yes, Tomes. but now now they're specifically calling him like a lore master or something. Or maybe it's that new lady, Vivian. I think her name's Vivian. Vivian goes by a different thing, yeah. Yeah. She's like the, yeah. Well, that's you, Cesar. She's like the historian. Was it yes. Vivian Ninetales? I think that's what it is. Ninetales, exactly. But for now, Cesar, you are our resident lore master and page page master. She uh, she she reminds and when they say Ninetales and I can't get into root out of my head, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> or the fox from um Pokemon. Yeah. In like that, like the same sure. type lore fox. Yep. Two what's that fox's name? What? Vulpix and then Vulpix, Ninetales. there we go. Mm. And Ninetales. It evolves into Ninetales, that's what it is. All right, here we go. First up. Do I have these in order? I hope so. Hopefully. Yes, we're regressing. We're going backwards in Final Fantasies. This one can't be relevant, right? This is an old one? It, same director. I mean, I know I'm playing 16, so this must be like... Do I, Should I have played this one first before playing 16? <laughs> Actually, that, that answer is closer <laughs> than it probably should, would have been normally, right? Uh, maybe dipping into this at some point. Uh, Final Fantasy 14 is indeed finally coming to Xbox Series X and S. Uh, Xbox boss Phil Spencer pledged to bring the MMO to Xbox back in 2019. This comes from Chris Scullion mm-hmm. at VideoGamesChronicle.com. Uh, he made a surprise announcement at the Final Fantasy 14 Fan Festival in Las Vegas. Maybe that's worth getting into the game just to go to the Fan Fest in Vegas. That would be a good time, I think. Uh, the MMO will be officially launching in spring 2024, but an open beta will be launching alongside the game's upcoming 6.5 patch, which is likely due in the coming months. 
According to Xbox, the Series X version of the game will support 4K graphics, while both the Series X and S versions will benefit from fast loading times. We're all about that, aren't we? Mm -hmm. The expanded free trial, which is also available on PC and PlayStation consoles, will also be applicable on Xbox 2. This means players will be able to play through the entirety of the base game, A Realm Reborn, as well as its first two expansions up to level 70 with no restrictions on playtime. That might be all I ever needed to hear, and then I can start this up. Uh, once players reach level 70, they'll then have to pay a monthly fee to continue playing the game. Are they going to redo the... Remember a couple of years ago when there was a whole like viral marketing campaign about the... Have you heard about MMO online game Final Fantasy XIV where you can play up to level so-and-so for free? Remember that thing they would add mm -hmm. on? Almost like the Game Pass yeah. viral thing that... Did you know for... Ten dollars a month. You could pay. You could play a hundred games on Xbox. I wonder if they'll bring that back for this Xbox trial thing. There was some other news there too, wasn't there? Yeah, I think the Square pledged that they were going to try to bring more of their games to Xbox as well. So, uh, I think that was it. That was like the other announcement they made with it. And then they talked about it was a new expansion announced, but that was that in a different place. It wasn't in this one. Yeah, the new expansion. I mean, this all happened in the fest, so I forgot what the new yeah. expansion was. It's the Dawn Trail. That's what it was. Dawn, Dawn Trail. Trail. That sounds yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, the I article think that's, finishes uh, spring of next year. It's like you said earlier in the article, spring of next year. When that when it's fully coming to Xbox outside of the uh, trial. I think trial. It, it may. I think this. I, I'm wrong. I think it's the trial for Xbox. Their big Xbox push is spring of 2024, and I think that expansion comes in the summer of 2024. I think it's all gearing up for that release that to be on everything by 2020, uh, summer 2024. Yeah, I think I think that sounds right. He said, and I think Yoshi Cross P said play? he had, uh, yeah, I think that's part of the deal. I think Yoshi P said that he had like three more. He also said he had three more ideas for expansions on there. He said he's hope, oh. he hopes to get three more of them out by the time he turns 60. I think he's like 50 right now or something like that. Wow. After playing a bunch of the side quests and just the way that I mean, Cesar described 16 as an offline Final Fantasy 14 before, so I've enjoyed Support, those yeah. mission structures and things it's like Final that. Final 14 light, yeah. It feels like it. Just in, you know, we've had, what, 10 plus years at this point of that art style and, like, seeing those graphics and screenshots and things like that. You can see it in some of the, like, the, the design of the crystals and some of the character models and chocobos and, like, the airships. Like, I'm, I'm to a part where there's an airship, and it has that, it has that same design style and an influence it looks like which is good mm -hmm. it looks it looks really crisp and clean uh in 2019 phil spencer publicly committed to bringing that game to xbox quote during a media presentation at the xo19 event in london then last year mm -hmm. he stated that he still hadn't given up on it it's probably like a covid hurdle right there right right before yeah yeah mm -hmm. all right so final fantasy 14 on Xbox. What other uh, projects could Square Enix bring over? What would that consist of? Maybe more backwards compatible stuff, potentially? Mm, I mean, there's it's that weird stuff that's like some of those games have been skipping Xbox. Like, oh, was it the Tactics Ogre skip? I think that. I, I think Tactics Ogre. Really? Or, that would uh, be a huge too. one. Yeah. Crisis Core Remaster, I think, skipped. So. I think no, Crisis I think Core was Crisis on Core's on there. Yeah, Crisis yeah. Core's on oh, there. Did it? Yeah, Star Ocean was on there. It's weird. It's like I think they're trying to pledge more of like a, a parody between all three consoles because it was weird because mm. it was coming to PS4, PS5, and Switch, but then they kind of just skipped the Xbox. Almost so. like 360 generation, right? 360 generation, they were they were hot and heavy. Yeah, 
trying to get that stuff there. I think basically what they're saying outside of whatever deals they got with Sony, which I think they keep re-upping on seven and and whenever this one for 16 expires, uh, they're going to get those on there too. So more games for more people. Hey man. In the only way we're gonna get, yeah, it's the only way we're going to get more Final Fantasy games. So, Does 14 carry across? Like if I if I create an account and I'm playing on Steam Deck, can I then sign in on Xbox and pick it up from there or sign in on PS5 and play there? Like I wouldn't mm-hmm. have to have – okay. It's cross-platform. I, I can, yeah. You can log in multiple devices as long as you're not logging in at the same time. Okay. Join me on a Cactar server. Cactar server. <laughs> it always comes back to the Cactar <laughs> server. <laughs> I don't, that was the one I chose. It was the one that had uh, free spots. <laughs> you had a, was it a wait list or something that you had to go through, or did you just you just immediately saw like we need more players? So it's it's like a when you join the server, it's like a little sixty second wait tier because you got to like shuffle people in, shuffle people out. So I think I think the biggest thing without spending too much time on it because we know we got to get moving is uh, for you know six yeah, for fourteen to work on Xbox was I think. I think the issue they had was with probably with the fees because you have to sit there and divide how money was going to divide it up and yeah. then handling the additional people on those servers. So, right, they didn't. I'm assuming, I'm guessing maybe they might ease up on the fees that Microsoft helps with the server stuff. So that's right. my guess, and they probably worked out a deal with that. But who knows? So, but uh, going back to the it's, going those back servers to the original. Are, those servers are so packed right now, man. Just on a regular basis, without having this fucking trial stuff, so it's it's worse with the yeah. trials. It's bad sometimes trying to get in there. It's like a 10, 20 minute wait. So. I can imagine that stuff is at least easier to negotiate. There's more of a precedent now, you know, twenty, thirty something years later for some of these platforms and some of these um, MMOs and online experiences. But you remember back in the day the original Xbox live, like they didn't have EA support because EA wanted, they didn't want to hand over that compensation for the, for the online service or the servers, you know? So there's a handoff between, can you run this and who gets the subscription thing? And then Apple and Epic and all of them have been through the ringer about their fees and who pays through what and that sort of thing. So I'm sure that was a, still a hurdle, but it, I, I guess it's much easier than it used to be. I mean, it's probably the perfect time because, I mean, they probably need that player base to grow now. So, I mean, you have yeah. it on those PS5, PS4, and PC. All that's left is what Xbox and Switch. So, and Switch would have to be a cloud-based version. So, I just like the concept of, of you know, if you were to go somewhere or you have another room in the house that you want to play in, something like that, that you can transfer that same progress. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not stuck to a dedicated, okay, this thing is on my Xbox and it's in the living room and this is the only place that I can do this. But... With stuff like this and the way Warzone's getting and uh, even like Master Chief Collection, you can bounce between the Steam version and, and have that progress and multiplayer and stuff. Makes it easier. Mm-hmm. Xbox is all about play our games anywhere, anytime, but uh, the industry is going that way as a whole, except for Nintendo. <laughs> uh, let's go to the next story. Oh, that's what this one is. It's uh, more. Ex- I was about to say it's more Xbox news. It's uh, turtles themed controllers, and no, you won't be dining on turtle soup. Oh, uh, but you will be smelling the sweet aroma of a New York slice. Ooh, mm. go on. Uh, these specific turtles themed <laughs> controllers uh, are to coincide with the brand new release of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Mutant Mayhem movie uh, that is going to release in uh, cinema soon. 
Um, Richard's Mutant Mayhem. Which looks amazing. Yes, I want to go see this. Um, You can enter into a chance to win these controllers by going uh, to Xbox's Twitter uh, and retweeting the... Uh, retweeting the sweepstakes tweet. The controllers are themed to each individual turtle. Um, Michelangelo, Leonardo, Raphael, Donatello. Uh, and they all have this unique battery pack, which is shaped like a slice of pizza. And the pizza is a diffuser. It takes three more uh double-A batteries into it and comes with so a weird. pizza essential yeah. oils. Was it, was it Duracell? Duracell's got the, the license. <laughs> yeah, I bet they're Duracell batteries. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're probably like, yeah, feed us more. Duracell-powered pizza. So, you, yeah, you throw your, your three Duracells in the back of that, your two in the uh, controller itself, uh, put your little pizza essential oils uh, on one of these specific little Has pepperoni pieces. Yeah, who knows? Uh, and it will diffuse the smell of pizza um, from your controller, and it'll be just like old school uh, land party with uh, with Gre- slices of pizza and greasy controllers and Cheeto dust, <laughs> Cheeto Dorito dust everywhere. Why did my B button stop working? Is all that fucking chip dust in there? <sighs> I clean controllers whenever I find them at Goodwill and stuff, and there's some nasty shit in used controllers that you get. Mm-mm. The worst part about these these controllers look really, really cool. Definitely look at the pictures of these. But they're not... You can't just buy them. Like, there's a potential yeah. I could buy all four of these to have a mm. set. And you can't purchase all four. You have to enter the sweepstakes. It's like a giveaway thing. Mm-hmm. Which sucks. Like, cut the pizza thing out of it. That's a funny novelty for the giveaway. But at least let us buy the regular ones. Microsoft's, um, Microsoft's good with that. I mean, they had the Barbie Xbox. So, I mean, they're always good with the giveaways. It's true. Wasn't there like a Garfield Xbox or something? <laughs> I wouldn't doubt it. There's probably. Some. Hey, they uh, had the uh, the furry controllers for the uh, Sonic and Knuckles thing. Oh yeah, that's what it was. And a series was it a series S that was like a Sonic yeah. thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I sent this article to friend of the show Jeremy, and he was like, "These look amazing." And second off, they missed an opportunity. If you look at the controller, the back of it is like the front is like greenish with a kind of a theme for each turtle. So you got blue, red, orange, purple for mm-hmm. the corresponding turtles. And then the back is like turtle shell colored. Jeremy was pointing out like, hey, you should have made that like blue for Leonardo or red. So it's like it just had that extra recognizable bit to it on the bottom, especially like laying the way they lay down on a table would have looked really clean on there. Mm-hmm. But they look so good, and I love the art style of this new Turtles. <laughs> this is going to be an awesome movie. Saw a preview for it before uh, myself in front of the show. Russell did Barbenheimer last week, a back-to-back Oppenheimer Barbie <laughs> extravaganza. And we saw a preview for the new Turtles movie on the on the IMAX screen. It was like, yes, this looks awesome. I want to see this now. Get your pizza-scented Xbox controller. It says the world's first, but this is the world's first. Uh, Duracell battery powered pizza mm. essential oil. <laughs> Where do you get a refill? I'm going back to that. I Where do don't you get know. a refill of this once you run out of it? Or do you or just spraying some other stink in there after that? Because the diffuser is not going to just expire because you're out of the pizza one, right? It's it's refillable, I would yeah. assume. Yeah. It, the, the diffuser, it's, it's literally just, it looks like there's a little hole in the, in the pizza part and it's got like just this tiny little cotton pad. <laughs> and 
That's it. I mean, you can drip <laughs> drip whatever essential oils you want in there. Oh, the model, the ads all linked up on it. Like, yes. <laughs> Your nose is like right in front of the pizza slice. And the pizza like sticks out of the back of the controller. It's crazy looking. Go look this up. It's wild. Speaking of wild. <laughs> also crazy. from VideoGamesChronicle.com and Chris Scullion. They become our news source, right? Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. This is the most consistent heartbeat of the... The the influencers, I guess you could say online, that I see retweeting game news and discussing it. Uh, this is my favorite part is the ads for Haverty and the Chattanooga Tourism Board. Wait, you're getting ads again? Uh, yes. I'm still like, getting sex toys and the Omega Blade Limit Break uh, foot horn ad thing. I'm seeing the Limit Break. I just saw something for <laughs> One Two Switch. Which one? The first one or the sequel? <laughs> this is important data. Everybody, everybody wants okay. to switch. I was like, I need to, I need to know which one is getting advertisement dollars. Oh, this comes from Chris Golion. Shrek makes his console comeback after 12 years in DreamWorks All Star Kart Racing. That's a hell of a lead. <laughs> oh yeah. The Swamp Dweller hasn't appeared in a console game since the Xbox 360 days. Are you telling me Shrek skipped the entire PS4, <laughs> Xbox One generation? It can't be true. I trust uh, Chris Bullion. Shrek will return to console games for the first time in over a decade in a newly announced karting game. DreamWorks All-Star Kart Racing will feature characters from a variety of DreamWorks movies, including Shrek, Trolls, Kung Fu Panda, The Boss Baby, Madagascar, How to Train Your Dragon, mm. Puss in Boots, and The Bad Guys. Mm. But not the Patterson guy from Medal of Honor. It's a missed opportunity. The game will be published by Game Mill Entertainment and developed by Bamtang Games, both of which were responsible for the recent Nickelodeon Kart Racer series of games, which I Copy think can be had up. for tennis dollars a piece. <laughs> yeah. I'll be released on Xbox Series consoles, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, PS4, and PC. No release window has been confirmed. 20 playable characters, including Shrek, Poe, Tigress, Boss Baby, Puss in Boots, Hiccup, and Astrid. It will also feature tracks set in locations from each IP, including the Kingdom of Far, Far Away from Shrek, Bergentown from Trolls, the Spirit Realm from Kung Fu Panda, Baby Corp from The Boss Baby, and the New York Zoo from Madagascar. Did they get, was it Chris Tucker that plays the giraffe? Which famous Chris so. comedian? Was it not Chris yes. Tucker? Was it Chris, Chris Rock? Tuck. Is Chris, Chris Rock, Rock play, the... Chris Rock played the zebra, I think. The zebra. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The David Schwimmer did the giraffe. David Schwimmer was a giraffe? Yes. What's he up to? Is he available to record some new lines for the giraffe? <laughs> we got we got some work for you. We found something. Oh, hell yeah. What am I doing? Am I is it a band of brothers follow-up? <laughs> giraffe lines. Friends too. Yeah. <laughs> By Oh, that sounds good. By Game Mill. Oh. I'm trying uh, to check cash is the same, so I'm like, oh, whatever. <laughs> it does, right? Doesn't matter where it comes from. The check cash is the same. Uh, Shrek's last two video game appearances were in 2011 in the Puss, Puss in Boots, released on Xbox 360, Wii, and PS3. That was That's what they should have been. The lead should have been his Wii game. And the previous DreamWorks racing game, Activision's DreamWorks Superstar Karts, with a Z. Well, I mean, you were talking not so long ago about how your kids were playing whatever Shrek game on the Xbox. So I think you, you made this. Happened, I brought this into existence. Yeah. Those are two wildly different experiences. Shrek 2 for the original Xbox. That is a good video game. 
the launch title Shrek that was the first one to include variable shading on a console game. I just recently learned this. Uh, is a very pretty game, but a god-awful experience all the way around. <laughs> Almost unplayable. It's like a tech demo that you're just running around. Uh, the game will be $40 for the standard edition, and the digital deluxe edition is 50 which of course gets you two exclusive cards and two exclusive characters. Master Oogway from Kung Fu Panda and Wolf from Puss in Boots. Yeah. You'll get your bonus characters by pre-ordering... I guess you don't have to pre-order. I guess you could just buy the digital deluxe edition. Who's Master Oogway? Is that the was that the James Wong character? Like the old rat that's the in the beginning? I might be getting my Kung Fu characters mixed up. Who is Master Oogway? Voice actor. Let me see who this is real quick. No, it's the turtle. Master Ugwe was an elderly tortoise and previous senior master of the Jade Palace. He is credited as the the founder of the Valley of Peace. Portrayed by, by Randall Duke Kim. Kim, I'm sorry. Randall Duke Kim. All right, what's next up? The Ubisoft update. I didn't see this story. Uh, so let me scroll down here because it just kind of goes over. The headline, of course, is that Ubisoft says it will not delete inactive accounts uh, that have purchased games. Um, what about free games that were not purchased that show up as purchased games? Ooh, that's a question, sir. You might want to tweet at them. That's a very specific follow-up. Mm. Brent, you're the newsmaster. We assume so, that you've asked these uh, difficult-to-answer questions before coming on the show. So we talked about last week how their um, initial thing... Uh, initial tweet just clarifying um saying that how you can avoid the uh closures is by logging into the account within you know 30 days of receiving the email of uh canceling account closures um but they did actually have another statement to dual shockers uh where they clarified the matter stating that while it does uh indeed legally have to close inactive accounts, this does not apply to accounts that have purchases tied to them. Um, hmm. So interesting. It says, however, it adds uh, that it takes a number of things into account for uh, before deleting an inactive account, and one of these is whether uh, they've previously purchased any PC games. According to Ubisoft, accounts that include purchased PC games are not eligible for deletion. Okay, that's a good clarification. They're also saying they've been doing it for many years now. <laughs> yeah. In the background. <laughs> Didn't both of y'all say you got an email from Ubisoft regarding? Oh, I've, neither one of you I've did. I've never you seen must have read of an example. Yeah, I'm, it's probably because I, I use those uh, Ubisoft points to get to like the weird DLC they offer for those yeah. Assassin's Creed games. Yeah. So uh, I've used it recently. So have we I ever you logged week, in? I did that that Chrome thing, the Chrome demo. If I ever have I ever logged in to play you play game that I somehow got free now, but I've got that free bullshit. Like I don't think so either. Unless, unless the division made us do something, but that was a very brief attempt to go through the division. It's uh one of your uh your brother's fever dreams. Uh, he does love played, some division. Played one round of and never played again. So <laughs> that could be our next Warzone if Warzone ever wanes in in intensity or interest. 
They do add, we have never deleted accounts that have been inactive for less than four years. So, we still covered under the statute of Ubisoft limitations? Yeah. Let's hope so. All right. Last but not least, Nintendo Switch Online. We're getting two good games. I like both these games. Uh, the Legend of Zelda, Oracle of Ages, and Seasons are now on Switch. The Game Boy Color titles are available to anyone with a Switch Online subscription. This comes to the standard tier, right? You don't have to yes. have the advanced tier. This is not uh, plus expansion. Right. I forget what that is. Uh, somebody pays for it. I just take advantage of it every year. <laughs> uh, this news is reported by Chris Skolian, again, at uh, videogameschronicle.com. Uh, they were originally released on the same day in 2001, developed by uh, Flagship, a subsidiary of Capcom. This, uh, Those of you that know Richard Lord, this drove me to buy the Game Boy Color. And I got Seasons the day it came out. Played from, from an overhead perspective, similar to other early Zelda games like Link to the Past and Link's Awakening. Both titles have entirely separate storylines, but have a linked ending. Famously, there was supposed to be a third game. Because you could link the two with the password system and, and get the true ending of two. But it was supposed to be three in total because they followed the two um, goddesses. Mm. It only mentions Din in here, but I know Furore is the other one. And then who's the third goddess? Somebody's yelling at the screen. Uh, that one was supposed to follow the the third title. And it was initially, um, they were just remaking the first Legend of Zelda for the Game Boy Color. And they kind of spun off into the side project. And they're both very, very good. Uh, seasons, of course, has you taken like a magic rod. I guess it's like the rod of seasons. And you'll jump up onto stumps and change the seasons. And it changes the layout of the map and uh, characters that you can interact with. And maybe there's a tree blocking your path in the summertime. But in the wintertime, it's shriveled up and it has no branches. And you can walk past it. Some really cool elements with that. And an underworld with the, uh, what were those things called? Holodrum? Holodrum was the world. What are those creatures called? They look like uh, black mages from Final Fantasy. It's, I mean, you're you're talking like. I know I played them a long school. time ago too. Yeah, high school for me, man. <laughs> it was probably middle school for your ass. It was. I was yeah. on a plane. Uh, I went on a plane pre 9/11 and was playing uh, uh, Oracle of Seasons many many moons ago. Uh, very uh, also in that game, very much like uh, Adventure Island, you can ride various animals there's like a kangaroo you can ride and a dinosaur these are both excellent games this is a great addition to that service uh they mentioned all the titles you can now play it's 15 on game boy color yeah across the zelda series metroid super mario land two six golden coins which is not a true game boy color game oh this is game boy and game boy color Tetris, Wario Land 3, Metroid 2, Kirby Tilt and Tumble, Kirby Dream Land 1 and 2. Some kind of some obscure titles, and I didn't really know there's only 15. They've got plenty that they can put on there. I know I think we talked about it when it was announced, but it's it's kind of weird to go from Mario Land 2 to the original Mario Land, but that's still a, a very interesting game to put on there, and I think an important one. What do you guys want to see next? I think that's my vote. Uh, I mean, we got some Dragon Quest games. I can probably just fart out on there. Uh, some Final Fantasy Legend games. Yes. This article mentions uh, the Golden Sun titles. 
Golden Sun's good one, yeah. F Zero Maximum Velocity and Kirby and the Amazing Mirror should be coming soon. Shit ton of Kirby games, man. Um, there are a bunch of Kirby games, and there's already three on there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's kind of funny how this article's worded because they do Game Boy and Game Boy Color, and then the the article ends up being Game Boy Advance stuff, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. It'd be Fire Emblem, yeah. and that is the expansion pass, like you guys said. Anything yeah. else we want to add on news? We got through that fast. We yeah, did, we guess. did. Because we could touch yeah. on games play. Yeah. I mean, I didn't play much, so outside of the me neither. The one Warzone win I got with Jeremy and Ezra. Tell me about your Warzone win. Was on uh, Ashka Island. Did y'all do a canal run? Ninety uh, percent of the time is canal run because whenever we veer off path, it's always a struggle to survive. Yeah. Because I think that one, it was uh, the round ended up where it in the circle was over the canal, so we stayed under the canal. But it was like that whole outlast thing was three of us, and then one person left. So I think we all rode up the the rope, and I want to say Ezra got down, and then I ended up getting the last kill. I didn't, I forgot to record it. I ended nice. up getting the last kill and got the uh, got the guy out there, and we won the match. And I felt bad because the dude was like there, and you hear him on the the death chat like, "Sorry guys, I tried." And it was telling his other teammates. Oh no, <laughs> he wasn't even mad. He's like, "Sorry guys, I tried." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was like, I was like, man. I mean, we're like that sometimes, especially when it's like 1v3 at the end. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, everybody else is dead. I can't res you guys. I'm just going to go for it. Here it is. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Nothing yeah, I could do. He wasn't even mad, man. He was like, yeah. yeah. It, it, he's like, I tried, guys. It, yeah, I tried my best. And he, he did pretty well because it was like in the little hut house, and he just kept circling around trying to – every time we shot at him, he'd go around. And I guess whenever we try to do the mortar call strikes, he was like in that house, so he'd just go under the house and – so, I mean, he did pretty well. I mean, that was a solid, yeah, that was a solid defense there at the end, trying mm-hmm. to make it. We had to come to him because it's like it was going to be. I didn't have a mask, so it was like I had to go, I had to go shoot him because I was, I was going to die. He probably would outlast us. So, I think we lost like that one recently. I'm, I maybe got two or three rounds in over the past week. I haven't, I haven't hardly been able to play at all, and I haven't gotten a week in like a win in like two weeks. It feels like it's been so long. Uh, Russell and I had a run where, um. He got downed. It was it was two v one. It was me and him against another person. He got downed. I saw the person go in the house, and I had plenty of time. So I start to res Russell, and the guy comes busting out like almost immediately. And I was like, "This was stupid. I could have just chased him." And I, we already haven't won in a while, so I'm like kicking myself. And then <laughs> here I am, like did a stupid decision and try to res him. So I'm like, "Man, we can take him two on one." I just saw him go in the house, and here he comes running right back out of the house. I guess it's like he, must- he knew. He, he must have saw it. It's like, and, yeah. He's like, he must have like, yeah, I got the shit. Cause it's yeah, like look at this dumbass. For me, but I then, think, no, yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry. When we saw when we saw like the ending thing, like there was another person next to me, so I actually think they they called somebody in or read somebody, or there was like another person that I, because I quickly glanced at it. It looked like there was three people left, but it might have been, it might have been uh that additional teammate might have still been there. I don't know. That's what I'm telling myself because it was such a stupid finish. I was like, surely I didn't fuck up that bad. It happens, man. I mean, there's always the ones like that. Because I think the yep. beforehand, whatever, uh, beforehanded off the brand, excuse me. I think there was one where I did a, uh, a random trio. I think Wednesday I had time. I just did one match trios. And then with random people. With randos? Yeah. It was funny because the guy's like, all right, get your dropout. And he's, everybody's going to get the dropout. I was like, all right, everybody get your dropout. I'm running over to get it. And then I got shot in the back. And it's like, he looked at me, dude, what happened? I was just there. Nothing, nobody was there. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> as he watched me get gunned down in the back, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> What are you supposed to say? I'm sorry. Yeah, he's, like, 
He's over there like, what happened? I was just there, like that guy. there. I'm sorry, guys. I tried. <laughs> you told me to get the front. You told me to get the, 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 the lowdown. I'm running over there as I got shot in the back 85 times. Yeah. What happened? <laughs> actually, I actually did. I forgot. I beat a game demo. <laughs> oh. uh, they released the Sea of Stars demo on Steam. And it is glorious on Steam Deck. And you can play through the entire demo in less than an hour. So that's what I was able to do. Uh, that combat is really good. It's deeper than my first. Like, I dabbled with the demo on the Switch. Uh, but then I saw it on Steam, and I already had a wish listed on Steam. And so I was like, let me let me see if I can. Sometimes Steam Deck's weird about letting you straight download a demo from the, from the store. But this mm-hmm. one was fine. Um, and I didn't read a tutorial or anything. Just kind of figured it out as I went. Uh, an interest. It's a turn-based battle system. It's very similar to Chrono Trigger. There's like some combo things that you can key together, mm-hmm. but there's almost like a reverse aggro that you can get on the battlefield. As you defeat enemies, they drop. Uh, it's like an energy or something. I don't know. And then before a character chooses an action, you hold down right trigger, and they like soak up that energy, and then it like it, they call it boost. And it's like they make that next de- decision that they make stronger. So it's an extra element of strategy almost on the battlefield where you pick and choose between which one of that third person, you know, of the three people that you had in your party for the demo that would end up using the boost. Um, there was some really clever writing in there, some fourth wall stuff. Uh, I got to a part where they wouldn't let me go up steps. And I was like, well, I, it must be later on the story. And it just straight up said, this isn't available in the demo. <laughs> it's like, okay. <laughs> Okay, I see that. Good to know. Uh, no. Yeah, character writing was very unique. Uh, it ended with a boss battle, and then the demo splash screen splashed up. Almost like Final, we all had the Final Fantasy 16 experience of, or it was documented online. Like, no, I can't believe it's ending this way. Yeah. We gotta. I need the full game now. Um, I kickstarted that, and I think since it was announced for Game Pass, it's also been announced to be coming to the PlayStation Plus. Um, the middle tier, not the premium, but the extra tier, which I think we talked about it last week. But strangely, those two services have kind of merged into very similar platforms at this mm. point with very similar content, strangely enough. Uh, so seems like a lot of offerings are there across both. But uh, I think I changed my free Kickstarter one to Steam. So maybe that's the I just get the free one. That's not the one I have a subscription service for it- yeah, I was looking through that backer kit, and it was weird because it's like it had, I had got like 85 different copies. I mean, it was weird. I was like, it's yeah. like you got a physical copy here, you can get this digital copy here, and I'm like, and another digital copy. I'm like, what the fuck's happening? Yeah, I think I think I got physical PS5 maybe, and then the digital copy Steam. I, I can't remember what I selected in there either. I was I was right there with you, but that is looking to be a a Golden Sun Chrono Trigger esque adventure. It had some it had some really cool moments to it. Uh, when your characters die, like, there's no Phoenix down, so you just wait a turn or two, and then they come up with, like, half health. And I was like, okay, that's not bad. Uh, you can set, almost like Final Fantasy 16, where you can turn on uh, a bracelet that's just like, hey, I just want to be here for the story. I want my characters to regenerate some health when when uh, they get we get out of this battle type thing. And it was, uh, I very much enjoyed my time with it. The hour went by like this. I played some Final Fantasy 16, but that's an ongoing thing, so I'll catch that up. I'll catch that up later on. Brent, you get into anything? Uh, no, I dabbled a little bit here and there. Uh, I did play a little bit more Police Knots, but not much more. Um, yeah. 
I did play a little bit more Twisted Metal 2. Started uh, popping some trophies on it. And, yeah, uh, Brent. I just wanted to see what constitutes a platinum, and you've basically got to beat the game with all of the main uh, selectable characters that are there at the start. I'm like, son of a bitch. Oof. Um, I mean, that's that's a good one to do. Like, It's a good one. Know, but... he, he, here and there, and not like all at once. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's not like the easy one. Like, Let me just knock this out real quick. But, you know, yeah. It's like... Uh, and then I started messing around with the settings, and I did not know this. There's an easy mode on Twisted Metal 2. I've oh, never shit. I've never played on easy mode. Is that part so, of the ROM hack? I, I don't know. I've, n- I've never selected it. you got to pull the uh, OG version on there and figure it out. So Oh, I, yeah, i got something to bounce off, y'all. I'll let you keep I, it uh, So I put it on easy mode. I'm like, okay, maybe I can run through one of these characters real quick. The caveat to easy mode is it lets you play up to like the first three levels. And once you complete it, it puts up a freaking stop sign on the screen and says, no wimps allowed. You have to switch to uh, medium or hard difficulty to continue. Oh, I'm like, are you fucking sure. kidding me? 1997 gatekeeping <laughs> at its finest. I was like, that's pretty fucking cool. Um, wow. <laughs> and then really, I just I haven't had a lot of time to, to really get in or play anything i played uh, i pulled up some double dash on um uh the dolphin emulator um on my steam deck last night oh great but i told y'all that i had a power outage last night and i was just sitting in the dark i'm like well you know i got like i got a hour or so and you know before i'm gonna try to go to sleep and i'm like eh, well let me just play something on the steam deck here so that's fair that's that's been about it you could get more time into play twisted metal if you'd stop watching the twisted metal tv show brand <laughs> haven't started it yet i didn't I know it's see taking it up all your time i saw an so, ad that it's a ava- that it's started i'm like oh boy what's funny is like my i actually spoke to my uncle he called me he's like hey i've been watching this twisted metal show he's like how, how the how the games play like and i was like he was actually asking me about the games and everything Wow. It's working. Uh, it's working. They wow. got somebody. Because so, I asked him, I said, so what do you think? Because I haven't seen it yet. He's like, it's, he's like, it's weird and it's pretty fucked up. And I was like, well, at least they got one thing right about Twisted Metal. I was like, I don't know if it got everything else out there. But he was, uh, he's like, he said, I don't finish many shows. He finished it. And uh, I, I talked to my dad the other day. And he's the same way. He actually finished it all also. He's like, he watched the whole thing. So he said, it's not that bad. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. He was asking me about the game too. He's like, is the games play like that? I was like, uh, yeah. I was going to say, those are from yeah. non-gamers though. So. Yeah, yeah. All right. Which, Here's I mean, a mini. Here's a mini review from front of the show, Jeremy. This is our chat today. You watch Twisted Metal yet, he says. Me. Previews look like ass. Jeremy. Very true, and I'd have to say after two episodes, those opinions might hold true. I'll finish, I'll finish it out to see, but yeah. Me. It was hard. It was trying too hard to be something it wasn't. Seemed really out of touch. Jeremy. Yeah. It could get better, but right now it's trying to be funny, which it shouldn't be, which was Brant's main thing from those previews. Yeah. Uh, he says, waiting on some key characters slash vehicles to show up, I said, and be disappointed with their representation. And then we left it at that. <laughs> so far, he's not impressed with the Twisted Metal either. So, All right. Go ahead, Cesar. No, go ahead. Yeah, my, my bad. Well, I was going to segue off the old school stuff. Uh, me, me I'd, just to let you know, I've, I've been playing a lot of our Hermie Hopperhead. Just remind me to bring it up next week. You Hermie dabbled in that before, didn't you? <laughs> yes. I don't know. I, for the whatever reason, it, it, it popped in my head, and I was like, I'm going to pop in some Hermie Hopper. Bring it up. Bring it up next week. <laughs> I'll bring it up okay. next week. <laughs> I was going to segue <laughs> off Brent's thing, but we were, talk- we were talking about the Twisted Metal show. So, 
used to be I would lose eBay auctions for Alundra for like 80 bucks. Now I'm losing them for like 140 bucks and I have no interest in winning one at 145-ish. So it is $6 on PlayStation Network on the PlayStation Trace. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, we all have PlayStation 3s. I'm mm-hmm. on kind of the PSP, PS3 life cycle kick, I guess. I don't know what it is. I will happily pay $6 for this game. Can I play on my CRT with the, uh, you know, S video out from the PS3? Will it actually let you do four by three and play those PS1 games in like native resolution? Have y'all ever tried doing that? I believe so. I believe okay. they, I believe they work, um, just kind of like how it does on the Vita. You know, when you download yeah. any of those PS classics, you can play it in original. You can stretch it to full. Um, so just set, you think it just yeah. set the PS3 to uh, 480i, 4 by 3 and just let it go from there? There's a composite I mean, it's, mode, so it's just I say, yeah, 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 but I say, yeah, but I say it should be composite. composite yeah. Cables, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah. I might give that a shot and report back next week. I'm on this PS3 kick for some ungodly reason. I have no clue why. Have we been talking about it? Is this what is Hermie Hopperhead? Homer Hopperhead. Yes. Yes. Go ahead, Cesar. Cesar, give us a little overview of what the hell is Hermie Hopperhead, so that listeners will be tuning in next week. Hermie Hopperhead is like a a weird bastard version of like it's got a Yoshi's egg. What is this? Yoshi Yoshi's egg in there where you do some puzzle solving, which is like it's like that early like you go across a level. It's a lot of random shit in there. It's like it's made by Yuki's. Like, it's one of their first games. The wrestling people? Yeah, yeah. And so it's just like a platformer, 2D platformer, which was a big deal at the time because this was like one of Sony's first games. And it had like the FMV that begins like, oh, shit, you know, an- freaking animated FMV at the beginning of the game. Shit, and looks like it's damn like uh, Yoshi, Yoshi's Island, Yoshi's Woolly World kind of deal. He's hopping around with eggs behind him and shit. You can only Never carry came three. Out here. Yeah, you can only carry three. Uh, it's most, most of it is an ego. You can play it in uh, English. So, I mean, it's, it's, I don't know, man. I, I always get a, like a hankering to, to play for uh Hermie Hopperhead, man. <laughs> it doesn't, it doesn't look bad. It's not that bad, man. It's not that bad. It's, That's where I I've think... heard of this. This is a big EGM joke. There were some, remember the old gaming magazines where the different uh, personalities would fly the, the banner for certain titles. Mm-hmm. There was some EGM writer back in the day that, that was, Live or die by Hermie Hopperheads, where Hopper. it was like the next big Pro thing. And Hermie Hopperhead. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Ooh. Guys, just wait till we get this game. It's worth importing PlayStation and everything yeah. for. You've got to play Hermie Hopperhead. Buy Japanese PlayStation <laughs> for this game. Yes, exactly. <laughs> That's where I've heard of it. Oh, we never got it here. It's not a PlayStation Classic. While I'm in there buying a Lundra, I can't buy Hermie Hopperhead. I think I got, I got a physical copy, and I think I. Uh, I ripped it and put it in my Steam Deck, so I've been playing it there. I'm sure you can get it from a particular sites. So. Is the PlayStation 3 region free for the PlayStation 1 discs? I don't believe I don't so. No, if I've it's ever tried software that. locked. It's software locked. Gotcha. For the anything that's software locked. Yeah. Gotcha. So they're locked on the disc versus the console, I think. So. All right, tune in next week for more Hermie Hopperhead updates from Cesar. Yeah, Maybe yeah, me well, and Brant will have dabbled in by then. I've only got past the first world, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I beat the first level. It's like, you only completed 1% of this game. I was like, holy shit, how long is this game? It's been a while since I played it. I was like... <laughs> They're going to turn you into a true Hopperhead. I don't know, man. I don't know why this fucking shit popped in my head, but it, it fucking did. And I was like, I want to play some Hermie Hopperhead. And I was like, gosh. 
it's what happens, man. We're we're a different. The three of us are different kind of gamers. That this stuff uh, happens to us, and these these random uh, impulses and <laughs> desires to play games of of long ago. It's bullshit. I, I've and never random. I haven't thought of a Hermie Hopperhead game party since the early 2000s. I just woke up at like 2 a.m. <laughs> like, ah, Hermie Hopperhead. Hermie like, Hopperhead, go away. I pulled pull out the phone. Dream. I was like, oh. <laughs> where, where are my headphones? <laughs> I got to see this gameplay now. All righty. You guys got anything else you want to add? Uh, no, I'm good. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us this week for Hermie Hopperhead Talk. And please join us next week for continuing Hermie Hopperhead Talk. <laughs> see ya adios I guess I didn't say bye do I usually say bye you usually say bye bye all right no no other sign off that's it yeah it's hopperhead time